Yo, what is good? Uncle Mike here, back with another episode of my podcast journey, and hope everyone is doing well. I want to give a big shout out to KT, Kevin Touch, uh, for spending about an hour with uh, me last time and just shooting the breeze, catching up, you know, figure, uh, you know, talk about what, what has happened for us during Q2. Um, and, uh, what we're looking forward to for Q3. So, um, you know, as you guys know, we've been MIA, haven't really been on anchor, haven't really been on social media, um, you know, like, like active in in social media because, you know, we had understanding or, or me and KT at least did that, you know, not everything is meant to be advertised on display, you know, broadcasted to the world to see, you know, and sometimes we have personal things we need to take care of. Um, these personal things should remain private and we shouldn't have to always tell people what we're doing, what our next move is. Uh, a lot of times we just need to do the move on our own and present the results you know that we got i mean you know at the end of the day all you really need to know is that nobody needs to know (laughs) just know that you did what you did and you accept the results and you should be proud of yourself for even you know taking that step to do it so every day you're you're just getting a little bit better and you're just getting things done and you know not worrying about if other people are watching you know you're not seeking validation because uh you have you you have your own validation you validated yourself you know you made yourself proud so you know and i think we were kind of on that path uh the during q2 and i think you know we're going to continue being on that path now the reason for this um podcast today or this little you know thought i want to have recorded down is because in a way you know my reasoning for always getting on the recorder is that it helps it helps me cope it helps me process my situation and all that and you know technically this is my second recording because my first recording i usually like to do my walks and then do the talking at the same time but man you know like it it always gets um interfered with like all the noise all the noise that's going on outside with the cars and the construction and the kids running around um and i was listening re-listening to it and it just really turned me off and uh yeah i'm I, we're just i'm just gonna stop doing that I'm, I'm we're just gonna you know when we podcast we're really gonna podcast i'm not gonna try to like multitask and get a walk-in and all that stuff i'm gonna really focus on that i you know if if i were to like really take 
podcasting seriously as well as take myself seriously because when I was listening to re-listening to my recording I was just super annoyed and I was just like yo noise levels really high uh I'm, I'm you know my voice is low so um here is my second recording um so you know it is what it is I, I I've learned from it and I'm gonna you know do better and I'm gonna start with <laughs> doing a second recording but um, again, the reason for this podcast today is because I'm trying to process something. And this past week has been really rough, really, really rough. Um, you know, rewind back, something happened last weekend that uh, changes the dynamic of everything in my household. And as you all know, um, I... Um, my mother had passed back in December of 2020. It has been a total of eight months uh, since she has passed. Um, I've learned to accept a lot of all that's happened since she has passed. Uh, but we are definitely still feeling the effects of her passing. And I think the biggest difference that I uh, noticed or not the biggest difference but the biggest thing that stands out that is you know affecting us is uh, my stepdad and I, I've realized now that he is very toxic and within our household with just me and him without my mom being the buffer being the middle person uh, we came to a uh, head head on last week, you know, gotten into a big confrontation, you know, and, you know, arguing. And then, you know, he had this entitled behavior like. Like, oh, your mom treated me this way. I've, you know, th my whole life, my whole 30 years, you know, so now that she's not here. I should be treating him the same way, which I thought was ridiculous. Um, you know, like, I'm not your wife, <laughs> you know, I'm your wife's son. I'm your stepson, you know, like, you know, what was really messed up is I, I treated him like family and yet he didn't, he was completely ungrateful and uh, you know, this this kind of goes back to, you know, the whole like um, not having to broadcast your life out there. Uh, well, anyway, it, 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 I'm going off tangent, but back to the back to the point uh, is um, this person has really uh in the past month really revealed who he is as a person and how much he doesn't really care about anybody else but this but but just him uh even the people who treat him good they don't matter um so for example me and my brother we treat him fairly well uh family friends of my mother's treat him fairly well but he doesn't look at them as anybody that's really important he's just he just expects this from from us 
while his own family members, his own relatives who barely do anything for him, he puts all his trust in them. And I just found that to be like the ultimate betrayal, uh, ultimate slap in the face. It's like, I do all these things for you and you know, I don't even get a thank you or I, you don't even trust me still. And you, on top of that, you think I'm trying to scheme. You think I'm trying to do something behind you. And, you know, with my mom's passing, what really stressed us out uh, was the fact that she didn't have a will. She didn't have any life insurance. She really thought she was going to live forever. She was going to outlive um, my stepdad. And, you know, um, and that it didn't turn out that way, unfortunately. It, unfortunately, it went the opposite. And, you know, my stepdad definitely had a lot to do with that. You know, the pressure that he put on my mom, um, you know, and, and my mom, you know, wanting to be the breadwinner, the, wanting, wanting to be the provider, wanting to be the leader in the, in the, you know, in the relationship. So he just completely took a step back and just say, go ahead and do everything you do. And I won't do anything. And, uh, you know, because of that, you know, 30 years married to my mom, never learned a, a word of English, never had to conversate and talk to a, another person in English. Um, my mom made it really easy for him to just hang around Chinese people. Uh, he never went and, and, you know, really went out and got a job on his own. You know, all he did was just worked under my mom and expected, a you know, a paycheck from her and you know kind of just lived in his in her shadow and he was okay with it like the bar was so low was set so low for him all he had to do was not talk back and uh uh not not ha not cheat on my mom and she would be happy and you know all the all the while he could do everything now he had free reign to do anything he wanted uh he could be super passive aggressive and he was that way with all of us, um, me and my brother, family, friends, anybody around. If he got quiet, that means everybody needs to chill. Everybody needs to like, oh, you know, like make sure he's okay, make sure he's not mad. And I just thought that was so unfair because who is this person to come into our lives and dictate our mom on how to behave? Or how we should behave around him you know he you know you, you come in here and, and you know we've turned a blind eye you know because you know my mom was happy uh doing that but then you know obviously like 2020 you know hindsight and you know it's like who is this person to yeah to to dictate how we should behave around him you know for the sake of our mom if anything you know all of us should be behaving how mom wanted us and including him you know and he should be making an effort to like get along with us not we needed to like make him you know comfortable accommodate for him so it was just one of those type of relationships that like was so passive aggressive and it went on for so long and you know we turned a blind eye and not even realizing that we were uh, and it turns out like now that she passed, it's like we're left with this kind of uh, 
entitled pet you know this huge leech that like stuck by my mom's side and just like consumed her you know he definitely played a factor into uh, her health deteriorating and it just you know all that just really boiled over especially now that you know we came we came head on last week and and got into it and he you know uh, I told him you know like I can t- I told him you can- he could no longer live in my house he needs to leave and and that was you know that in itself was just a huge almost like a uh, uh, a sack of bricks had been lifted on my shoulder just like a huge relief that I didn't have to you know deal with this person anymore but then here lies the new issue is he's he's 80 years old retired doesn't have a lot of money in the bank like where does he go where does he go and then his family his relatives you know his uh, niece and nephew comes in and it's just like you know comes into the picture and says you know can you please not do this right now like keep him keep him uh, at your house until travel restrictions are lifted in china so he could just go back then rather than putting him in a nursing home or um you know someone else's care like just let him remain with you for the meantime which <clears throat> i was i was heavily against because you know like just having him around me just wasn't safe i i didn't feel safe around him and um uh, I, I, yeah, I'd rather have my own personal space back. And yet, you know, given the situation, it can't happen that way. And it, and it really sucks. Really, really, um, un- it's really unfortunate that, you know, things are the way they are right now with, with COVID still rampant. And, you know, um, the new variant is, is causing the, the, um, you know, causing the world to not move as quickly as it needs to. So that is where we're at right now. And uh, I, I told, I told my stepdad, you know, for the sake of you know, you just kind of hanging around my mom and at least keeping my mom content. I won't have a problem with you just as long as you leave me the hell alone like you know i'll do the bare minimum in terms of like washing uh, not washing but uh, cooking and cleaning or or uh cleaning the house or like cooking for you cooking two meals a day for you you figure lunch out i'll go out and you know get your groceries for you and i'll even take you to the doctor uh when you need to go but don't expect me to keep you comfortable. Don't expect me to, you know, be an ear for you to listen to your problems because he never, ever, you know, brought up stuff anyway. The only time that I ever talked to him about, you know, his feelings was when uh, mom just passed. But other than that, nowadays, it's been, you know, barely minimal communication and uh you know 
The only thing is he 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 was very uh insecure about being alone at the house. Um and you know, before I had no problem like okay, you know, you're you're uncomfortable, I want to make sure you're comfortable, so I'll come home early. I won't hang out too late at night. I won't be at my friends for too long, but you know, after all that that has happened and understanding that this guy, he is a huge leech to my mom, to our family. And all he ever did was just gaslight all of us uh, into believing like, oh, he's just like this really, you know, whatever, laid back, chill guy, whatever is whatever. And I'm good with anything you're good with. Uh, turns out he is not like that at all. He revealed his true colors over the, the, this past weekend and last weekend. He revealed his true colors to me. And um, I'm, I'm certainly sick of it. You know, I, I see his words and then I see his actions and I lived with him for the past eight months. And then prior to that, I lived with him for a long time, too. But long time again, there was my mom as a buffer this time. She's not there. And I see him for what he is. Uh, you know, it might have been OK for my mom to accept that, but I'm not my mom. I'm not going to accept it. I, I'm certainly not going to care for someone that doesn't care for me or doesn't see me as a family member. When I treated him, you know, like a family member, living with me, rent free, cooking for him, making sure he's comfortable, making sure, you know, like um, he's he's uh, you know, he has someone to talk to and all that. I mean, forget it. That's not happening. It's not happening. It's over. And I'm just happy. I'm just so relieved now that I don't have, you know, that I don't have to even like be nice to him like. He's a, he, he's a total stranger to me now. And, you know, I, I, I don't care if he's saddened by this. It, it's like he brought this on to himself. Um, and and over sun, uh, this past Sunday, relatives came by to try to mediate the situation. My brother came by to try to mediate the situation because it, oh, it, it you know, it literally, you know, came to, uh, you know, it got that toxic within the household between me and him. And I told his niece and nephew, he needs to go. He needs to go immediately um, where they tried to convince me to keep him. And me and my brother are, are like really adamant. Like if he stays, you know, these are the new terms that you need to follow. And, uh, you know, if you don't like it, hey, you, you, you know, you could leave. You could leave right now or I could call social services and come and get you. The only problem with social services is once they take him, they're going to start tapping into his uh, his uh, bank accounts for his money. And once they deplete all of his money, they're going to start going after his assets. And, you know, we were talking about assets and, and you know, with my mom, uh, my mom's assets, she has his name on some of his on some of their assets and you know has our name too on on those assets so now it becomes a question of well if he gets taken away you know what happens once they start tapping into those assets to you know pay for his assisted living and that is something that we're not we're not okay with but at the end of the day if it needs to come to that, it, it might just have to. It might just have to come to that. Um, but 
we're not going to try to let that happen. Um, you know, we, we have some uh, claim to that stake. So, you know, um, me and my brother talked it over and say, OK, we'll keep him. We can keep him here until travel restrictions are lifted. And we told we told our stepdad to his face, you know, because he had the notion of, well, there's nothing wrong between me and Mike, me and Uncle Mike, me and Uncle Mike, you know, had a little misunderstanding, but everything's talked out and we're okay. Nothing's nothing's wrong. Total, total nonsense, total wrong. He, you know, and this is another gaslighting tactic of his where he just in front of everybody, everything's fine. Nothing's wrong. You know, we, we had a little mis- miscommunication and now it's, it's figured out and we're going to keep, you know, keep on keeping on wrong wrong he says that i'm not okay with that he needs to go i'm not i don't you know i don't want to deal with that anymore uh it's my house under my name you have no stake in it um you know you're nobody to me you're nobody to me not after what 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 we went through you know and how he revealed himself to me he means nothing to me now and i told this to him uh, to his face he, you know, he means nothing to me. And if you're lucky, if you if you play your cards right, I'll let you stay here until restrictions are lifted. And when they're lifted, you get all your stuff and you leave and you never come back. Uh, he had the notion of <clears throat> like, oh, everything's fine. And I'm going to travel back and forth. I'm going to travel to China and I'm going to handle some affairs and then i'm gonna come back and stay here like no no like you are not entitled to do that who who are you you didn't pay for nothing he didn't pay for the house in sacramento my mom paid for it mom had everything and then my mom included him in these things in the assets when he had no right to be in there but you know because my mom um wanted to include him you know it's like he had the biggest gravy train. He hit the jackpot when he met my mom. And, uh, you know, he rode my mom to the to the ground. And now it's like my mom's gone, you know. You know, she, he's, he should be so lucky that he still has some name to the assets, you know. So if we got rid of assets, he gets some of the he gets some money. But we're not even getting rid of the assets. So it's like you you have no, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, but it's like, but still, it's like he, yeah. I mean, when we came down to talking about assets, he got so possessive over it and said he has so much claim to it, more claim than me and Peter. And I just thought like this guy, knowing him for 30 years and seeing the, you know, what he did for us for my mom like i was just livid that he would even say he had a claim to say the house or the car like who is this guy and i just got super mad and uh, i just said i had enough i have enough of you man like get out of the house get your stuff and get out and don't ever come back you're not welcome here anymore it's it yeah it's like that i mean you know you 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 made it that way you made it that way the moment you revealed yourself and you revealed how how you thought the assets, you know, belonged to you. And, you know, more you had more stake in it than than her children, 
and my mom's children, uh, you know, my, uh, my mom's kids, us, you know, um, yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm, I was so done. I was so done with it. And, uh, you know, after that conversation, he, he understood, like, he finally understood that, like, we have no relationship, you know, and, you know, all these times, these past couple, this past week, you know, I, I noticed he was like snooping in my room too. When I closed the room and locked the door, uh, you know, every time I come home, I noticed that my door was unlocked. And I know he opened the door, he went in there and he tried to close it and act like he didn't do anything. Um, I got I got so sick of it and uh, I had to change my locks in front of him, you know, and told him, don't come in my room. Don't be snooping around my room. This is my house. You're going to, you know, I'm going to kick you out the house if you're acting up. Like, I really put my foot down and said, you better accept these terms uh, because I'm not playing anymore. And, and you know, I don't, I don't belong to you. You know, you're not entitled to anything that I do for you. Only thing I'm, I am going to do for you is the, again, the bare minimum, which is, you know, I'll take you to the doctor if you need to see a doctor. I'll, um, I'll, I'll cook for you. I'll cook, I'll cook your meal. I'll cook two meals for you. You know, I'll cook dinner and then you, you know, and then you have leftovers for lunch. You know, once in a while I have, I'll, I'll sit down and have dinner with you, but don't expect me to have dinner with you every night. Don't expect me to come home by nine o'clock every night. Don't expect me to come home by five o'clock. I come home, you know, I come home when I want and don't expect me to stay home. Uh, because you're not entitled to me. You're not entitled my of my company to you. You know, you 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 know you're you're really something else. You know, you might be entitled to my mom, my mom's company. But um, after I said all that, he understood, and you know, that's a relief. That's a relief. That means now I can move more freely. And uh, it sucks because I can't, I still, you know, don't have my own personal space where, you know, if I wanted to bring my friends over or bring girls home, uh, I can because he's there. But that's still okay because I can and he can't do anything about it. You know, it, it just makes for awkward situations. That's, that's all it is. That's all it is. Um, but, but it is what it is. So, um, yeah, yeah. Man, it's it's yeah. Just talking about this always gets me irate, pisses me off. But uh, I'll leave with you. I'll leave this with you guys as I'm gonna wrap it up. And and that's you know like I'm just glad he's gonna be gone out of my hair. You know, there's a light at the end of every dark tunnel, and mine is approaching soon. You know, there's no ETA, there's no timeline for it, but it will happen. And I'm just looking forward to that when he when restrictions are lifted and he's he's good to go. Um, so uh, I just want him out of my hair, and uh, you know uh, I get I get the master room back, I get the master bathroom back, <laughs> I get my own personal space back. So I'll be really juiced about that. So I'm looking forward to that, um, and, and you know, pay attention. Right. This is my other thing. Pay attention to the people around you who are appreciative of the things you do for them and the ones who aren't. 
man, you better do everything in your power to, to like remove them out of your life. Delete them because they are nothing but ungrateful leeches. And, uh, you know, the sooner you get rid of them, the better you'll feel about yourself and, and your whole situation. So, um, but, you know, there is a light at every tunnel in every tunnel and, and you just need to be vigilant and, and really uh, know your worth and know your sanity is way super important and you need to do everything in your power to protect your happiness and your sanity. Don't let other people drag you down and keep you down and, you know, uh, make you feel that, uh, uh, make you feel that, uh, they deserve you. They deserve your, your, your efforts, you know, especially if they're unappreciative or they're ungrateful or they're just, just leeches. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, that's all I have for now. Thank you so much again, guys, for listening. Uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, be on the lookout. Me and KT will definitely be on with Q3. And, uh, you know, with all this recent revelation that just happened to me, there's certainly things to talk about on uh, during Q3. So, uh, yeah, be on the lookout. Thanks again, guys, for listening. Uh, you guys be good. Have a great rest of your week. Happy Monday, guys. Peace. Thank you.